0: Homegrown podcast. It is a celebratory episode today, March the 19th. Do you know do you guys want to know why? For the last couple podcasts I've said in the intro, and I quote, Homegrown podcast, most decent podcast in the world or most mediocre podcast in the world. That's not the fucking case anymore. Guys, first off, let me shout out the Japanese. Okay? In Japan, this podcast landed number 23 in the comedy section last week. In the United States, we landed 47. Do you guys want to know some of the podcasts that I outranked last week? I'm going to fucking tell you anyway. Okay, uh, Burtcast. Burt Kreischer, my all-time favorite stand-up comedian is Burt Kreischer. I love his podcast. I fucking smoked him last week. I love the TV show Workaholics, and the guys from Workaholics have a podcast. Smoked them. Two girls, one ghost. Smoked it. King and the Sting. Smoked it. Chris D'Elia. Smoked him. I have a big dick about this, and I am going to fucking mention this forever. But, I've got to say, I went through and counted. Okay? Okay. Within the top 50 and within the top 100, how many Barstool Sports podcasts that I beat last week? Do you want to know the number? Do you guys really want to know the number? Twenty-fucking-three. Twenty-three podcasts that I outperformed last week. Dave Portnoy, give me a fucking job, bro. There is no reason that I should have... The number 23 ranked comedy podcast in Japan, or 27 or whatever, in the 47th comedy ranked podcast in the United States, and I'm still working my fucking warehouse job. This shit don't make any sense, but hey, while you're here, uh, we got a cash app. You can definitely support this podcast uh, by clicking the link in the bio. I think it's like the second or third link now. Fucking pay me. Okay. And this podcast is also brought to you by phone Soap. Go to PhoneSup.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, you get 20% off your order. It's like this sick-ass little tanning bed for your phone that gets your shit like 99.9% clean of germs. Your phone's fucking disgusting. Okay? Like, that's a fact. You guys are sitting on the shitter and fucking scrolling through Facebook, and uh, that shit's like, yeah, the poop particles get on your phone. Anyways, you can use phone soap. It's no soap whatsoever. It's literally a little tanning bed. I don't know why it's called phone soap. But you literally put your phone in, close it, turn it on, and it fucking zaps all the poop particles and shit off of it. And you've used the code Takedown, you get twenty percent off that order. I I can't even make this shit up. Anyways, I am super stoked about the reception, like of this podcast. Like I'm fucking blown away that um, you know the Takedown trended uh, like twice um once after the Sean Kupe interview and once i want to say it might have been the first podcast i done with Alicia or maybe it was when i had the men's groomer on uh, because that old dominion music video had just dropped um that he was in i'm not sure i've trended twice on the takedown it was very successful In my eyes, it was very successful. The weekly forecast blew the takedown out of the water, I thought, performance-wise. And we still never cracked top 100. Me putting out 30-minute-long episodes, just rambling about random shit, calling out Barstool Sports, and telling you guys about LBJ's fucking jumbo cock got me to the number 23 spot in Japan and 47 in America. Who would have fucking thought, huh? You know honestly I wanted to name this podcast The Shit Show uh, But that shit was already taken So Homegrown was like the next uh, Like thing on my mind I'm gonna take a drink And I'm not gonna edit it out You guys are just gonna hear me enjoy this Ah fuck I've been training my ass off I'm getting ready for High Rollers uh, Next month uh april the do 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 16th it's gonna be the 420 special i'm gonna choke some motherfuckers out i'm gonna do cocaine i'm gonna hit up a casino i'm super pumped i got my plane tickets bought um to everybody that sponsored me first off, i want to give a shout out to blue ridge comedy club in bristol virginia i want to give a shout out to sacred ink tattoo bristol virginia and i want to give a huge shout out to martin tree service in howell michigan they are making all this stuff possible i got some more sponsors coming in i'm so blown away by the support that i've got so far it's just, like it's just mind-blowing shit um and we're gonna keep steamrolling i literally i want to do high rollers and i want to turn right the fuck around i want to get a fight under the belt, like just knock it out. I want to get another fight after that. I might just keep doing these little jiu-jitsu tournaments and and super fights and shit. I want to do combat jiu-jitsu So I said last week that Derek Brunson hasn't mailed my shirt yet, and I, I didn't mean to call you out, homie. But I woke up the day after I posted that podcast, and I had a fucking shipping confirmed on my phone. So yeah, this podcast is getting around quite a bit. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say, Eddie Bravo. I'm ready to combat jujitsu the fuck out of anybody you've got. So, set that shit up. Anyways, plane tickets are bought for high rollers. I've been training my ass off. I'm sore as fuck today. And, uh, I'm literally just looking. I'm so fucking bruised all over. Uh, I put together a vlog, and it, like, exported like shit. And I didn't realize it until after I uploaded it. So, it only got a couple of views before I took it down. I'm gonna re-upload that tonight, hopefully. Um which it's like at the link in the bio too so when you click the link in the bio i think it has like where you can buy my book which i'm writing a second one by the way um you can buy the book there you can donate to the cash app there you can buy alicia's book there you can um what the fuck was i even talking about this for oh you can go to the youtube yeah you can go to the youtube from there you can see like the articles i've wrote um I angrily messaged Rolling Stone the other day. <laughs> like this is this is fucking great, okay? Um, I don't know when it happened. Okay, I'm actually gonna take a hit of this because I really fucking need this right now. I'll probably edit that out, and if I don't, then I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh god. <clears throat> I don't know when it began. When Rolling Stone transitioned. Um, you know, my favorite author of all time, it's no secret, is Hunter Thompson. Um, and I was exposed to Hunter Thompson at an early age, you know, through the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I feel like that's how most people are introduced to Hunter Thompson. But I was just fucking enamored by Hunter Thompson. And I have quite a few of his books actually around here, laying around here, sorry. Um, I just, I'm a huge Hunter Thompson fan. And I'm a huge Charles Bukowski fan, uh, Chuck Palahniuk. But, so Hunter Thompson, a lot of people don't know, used to write for Rolling Stone. And Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas actually originated as a, a Rolling Stone article. Because back in the day, Rolling Stone used to be like rebellious and... In your face, middle fingers up, like they used to be legit as fuck. And somewhere between like cancel culture and let's say like the pussy era, I call this new era we're in the pussy era because everybody's fucking pussies. Um, somewhere along the way, it's became just this liberal fucking. Fest. and I don't like it I used to love rolling stone I have this huge box in my storage unit in Florida um, and it's just full of rolling stone magazines and I used to be a huge fan and I so this is no shit when I was growing up I was probably like 16 or 17 um, you know I've told the story on here before I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up uh, until I found like mixed martial arts and then I I wanted a backup plan, and so I wanted to go to college for English. I wanted to be an author, but I wanted to be like an English teacher. Um, and I wanted to fight, like that's that's my thing. I wanted to fight until I couldn't, and then I wanted to fall back on teaching and, and write. And one of my goals was to write for Rolling Stone magazine. Now I've published a book that done fairly successful. Uh, I've wrote multiple articles which have been viewed a lot of a lot of fucking times um i'm not the most successful writer in the world but i do have some success and i read uh like this rolling stone the other day i was in books a million i picked it up and i was like what the fuck and i'm just looking through like all these trash fucking opinion pieces and it's literally a liberal fucking cuck fest and so i angrily emailed them when i got home And uh, to paraphrase it, because I don't feel like searching it right now, to paraphrase it, I pretty much told them that it was a liberal cuck fest, and I think that most high schoolers could write better articles that were more informing and more daring, and that they should pull their own heads out of their asses and start writing actual material. And then I even quoted Hunter Thompson and said that when Hunter Thompson wrote for Rolling Stone, they still had balls, and that somewhere along the line... They have lost them. And then I offered to, uh, so I offered to write for them in this fucking, in this crazy fucking email that I sent. Uh, I offered to write for them. Don't know what's going to happen. Don't know like what's going to come of it, but hopefully I get a job with Rolling Stone. Because I'm pretty sure I can write better shit than the assholes they have working there. Sorry, I had a text message. Um, I ordered, uh, well, I'm ordering custom fight shorts. And dude, Combat Corner, shout out Combat Corner. I have a dude that works at Combat Corner that's like really good friends with us named Brandon. Shout out Brandon at Combat Corner. I'm going to send you this podcast once it's uploaded, Brandon, because you're my dog. Um, I'm super excited for these shorts. Shout out Phoenix Rising Designs as well, because my homie Phil Parker's hooking me up with some logos. Um, Anyway, so... I angrily messaged Rolling Stone and just told them they were fucking bitches, you know? And now I'm just waiting. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I didn't mean to go on a hardcore rant there, but bitches be bitches, bro. Like... I don't understand when media became fucking garbage. You know what I mean? Like you have independent fact checkers on Facebook. Who the fuck are these people, by the way? That's a legit question. I know that I have an audience big enough that at least one of you cocksuckers is an independent like fact checker. Please shoot me an email. Um, because I just really want to know, like, what the fuck do you do for a living? What makes you fuck it? Like, what makes you God? I'll say it again. What makes you God? That you just get to decide what's fucking right and what's wrong. You know what I mean? I had a bipolar episode last week. I don't think that's happening right now, but it could be. I could just go full fucking Alex Jones and just, like, derail this podcast hard as fuck. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to, but just know that I'm very um i'm very alex jones right now i think alex jones might have manic bipolar because i feel like alex jones i have therapy on tuesday i'm really looking forward to that i'm going out of town tomorrow when i get off work i'm grabbing sadie and we're gonna go out of town i'm gonna do some training um and come back on monday um i just watched so ufc is on right now it's a fight night um Patty Pimblett just fought. I fucking love that kid. Meatball Molly fucking McCann got a sick-ass spinning elbow. I didn't mean to just change topics so quick, but it's I'm literally looking at the TV. Um, there is one thing I do want to talk about. <clears throat> it's Conor McGregor. Okay? And I really do have to take a hit. I have to take a hit of this pen before I even fucking get into this because I'm just... I guess I'm heated today. Oh, yeah. Conor fucking McGregor, dude. I don't understand why this dude... This dude's got, like, three fucking babies. He's, like, practically wifed up. And this cocksucker posts all these photos and videos half-chubbed all the fucking time. I really feel like he is missing an opportunity not getting sponsored by Blue Chew. But that dude's literally half chubbed all the fucking time, bro. And before you guys even be like, why are you looking at his dick? I'm not fucking trying to. That's the thing. He makes you look at his Johnson, dude. It's fucking weird. Earlier, he posted this this series of photos. I think it was like four followed by a video, right? In the video, he's doing, um. wow, words escape me right now. Uh, he's lifting anyways he's doing curls fuck he's doing curls right and every time he goes down the bar hits his fucking half chub bro and it's fucking weird why make Conor McGregor 2016 again like the dude's fucking full of himself bro it blows my mind I'm gonna go to his Instagram right now we're gonna do this okay we're going to do this right now because I'm just, I am fucking had enough. I'm over this motherfucker. The Notorious MMA. Okay. The photos that I'm referring to were uh, posted 19 hours ago. It says, a little post-Paddy's Day workout in me ma's kitchen. He's literally at his fucking mom's house, half chubbed. That's fucking weird, right? I got to move this mic back. I've slowly been getting closer and closer to it uh it says saint practice day and proper 12 is every day for me get it into yes two sugars need nunyas. first picture i get yep you can tell he definitely has a half chub shirtless in his mom's kitchen second photo okay he's actually lifting he doesn't look like a fucking kitchen oh my god holy fuck i didn't watch the second video Yep, he's definitely fucking, he's, he's like thrusting with his half chub. Bro, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. The second one on his page is a proper 12 ad. You scroll down to the third one, it's uh, four days ago, a tasty proper 12 weighted pull up in support of proper 12. Sorry, I really don't read like that. I know how to read pretty good. Um, let's see, scrolling down. It does not take you long to find Connor's chub. Is what I'm getting at. It's just fucking pitiful. I have these fucking dogs that just came into the kitchen. I paused the recording because they came into the kitchen sort of lapping up water as loud as they possibly could. I just don't understand why this dude has to show his fucking boner off all the time, bro. Does that not make anybody else like a little uncomfortable? I don't know. I think he might be trying. I think he does that. Here's like a legit conspiracy theory about Conor McGregor because everybody talks about him being on cocaine a lot. I think he does that to try to negate, like to try to like, uh like to try to defuse the whole cokehead situation. You know, because like you've heard of people getting coke dicks. So like maybe he's trying to like, he's trying to like defuse that little. You okay, dog? He's trying to like defuse that though by like always being like half chubbed. I'm gonna do a Connor McGregor impression. Oh, yeah. No, okay, never mind. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't really know where we're going with this now. Um, I did not plan on talking about Connor's dick. <laughs> yeah, lay down, dog. I don't even know that I fucking like dogs anymore now that mine passed, you know. I thought I was ready to, like, try to get another dog and, like, maybe try to move on with my life. Um, but I'm not. I started looking at, like, puppies online. Uh, and then I started looking because adopt, don't shop, okay? So I was looking at, like, a bunch of shelters around here. And I seen a bunch of cute dogs. And I was just like, like, this literally happened. I was like, one day this dog is going to die. And I'm going to be right back in the situation that I'm in. And uh, I'm thinking about a cat, though. Hardcore. Like, that's, like, legit. I'm truly thinking about a cat. So that's just where I'm at with the whole pet thing for now. I can't believe you cocksuckers got us to the number 47 spot on fucking Apple Podcasts. That's fucking ridiculous, bro. You know how fucking crazy it is? You know how many middle fingers I've been given to the phone all day for dave portnoy like every time i would just think about it i'd just be like fuck you you know what i mean like fuck you pay me that's 2022 fuck you pay me that's how i feel i'll smoke reefer i'll do toot okay wrong video um what else is going on oh fucking speaking of mcgregor Kamzlat Shemaev offered to let Connor come train with him. He said that uh, we'll get you fixed up right or some shit. I do not think that's a bad idea. I know I've been, like, ragging on Connor for a second about his fucking half-chub and all of his videos. What if I started posting half-chub videos on Instagram? You think I'd get, like, a... You think I'd get more fans? Yeah, anyway, so... I, I like the idea of Connor leaving SBG. Um... I mean, look at Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson trains most of the year outside of SBG. I just think Conor McGregor got big fish syndrome. Where, like, he's the big fish in that little pond, and it makes him feel good that he's whooping the fuck out of his sparring partners, but he's not getting any better. You know what I mean? So I think maybe him going with Chimaev and Till. Because, you know, Darren Till's in in Sweden now training with with Chimaev. And I do not think that's a fucking bad idea at all. Um, I, I actually, I really like that. I'm really high on Kamzat Chamaev, if I'm being honest. I just think that Chamaev, I, I don't know that he beats Usman. Usman's like my, probably my favorite fighter to watch. Um, oh no. Wow. Dan Hooker just lost. Um,. Wow, yeah, okay. I just... Sorry, I just opened Twitter and and was uh, looking. Apparently, it was a standing TKO in the first round. Holy fuck, dude. Dan Hooker's a gangster and Arnold Allen just put him out, bro. That's crazy. Um... Like I said, I'm not against Connor leaving and going to another gym. I just... I would like it like you know when I say make Connor twenty sixteen again, like I mean that. Twenty sixteen Connor was unfucking stoppable. But the Connor that we have now is just fucking garbage, bro. Such a shit attitude. You know that just really goes to show that like money fucking ruins people, bro. Maybe that's why in the grand scheme of shit, maybe that's why I had the number forty seven ranked podcast in America and I ain't made a fucking dime off of it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Apple Podcasts is doing the Lord's work out here because they're like, "Nah, dude, you're gonna have a coke problem, hard, fucking core." And I would, I definitely would. But who doesn't like a little recreational snorting? You know what I mean? Like, um, I've been thinking a lot about Mike Tyson lately. That's this is like super random. I've been thinking a lot about Mike Tyson. Mike has essentially turned his life around using psychedelics and the other day Alex Jones went and tripped with Tyson and you know you hear people talk about Mike Tyson you hear like Dana White talk about Mike or you hear like Kyle and Steve um, or Salim at like Full Sin talk about Mike and they just talk about how introspective he is and I'm a huge fan of Eben Britton Eben was in the NFL and he was his parents are yogis and him and his brother are, are yogis And through psychedelics, Eben has repaired a lot of the mental damage that he sustained in the NFL. And he's just a really all-around better person. And he was doing the hot boxing podcast with Mike for a while. And I listen to Mike speak now compared to... When I was first introduced to Mike Tyson, a lot of people don't know this. Some people do. My dad was a huge fucking Mike Tyson fan i remember being really young and my dad watching tyson fight on tv and i remember just seeing this behemoth of a man he's not tall he was jacked as fuck but to me he was a behemoth he would just fucking wreck people bro um and around the time i started paying attention it's kind of like when he started losing fights and and i just remember thinking that's a scary fucking individual and now you listen to him talk and he's so introspective and he's so interesting too. Like the way he views money and materialistic things and the way he just views himself. Almost like <clears throat> like raw clay that's still being molded at 54 years old. Like that's just so incredible. And I've been thinking about that for the last couple of days. You know, I had that bipolar episode last week and And I've just been thinking, like, I hope I make it to 54. And not only that, I hope I make it to 54 and I'm Mike Tyson at 54. Maybe not with the legacy Mike has, maybe not with all the accolades, championships, etc. But I hope that I, at 54, am like raw clay. This podcast slowed down a lot, didn't it? I've been thinking about this for days, though. Like, I really wanted to fucking talk about this, but I've just not had the words for it. Mike Tyson's just so fucking introspective, dude. It's just, it's fucking unreal that this guy went from being an absolute fucking monster to being one of the, like, one of the kindest, purest souls in the universe. It's just so crazy. And he just started this new thing, these new edibles that are in the shape of an ear. Like, he's an excellent businessman, He's smart as fuck. He had that show on uh, Adult Swim. You know, he done The Hangover, which I'm pretty sure he sued those guys for uh, stealing the rights to the tattoo on his face, which is, like, trademarked, I guess, which is fucking gangster. I've really been wanting to get my face tattooed lately. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm not bullshit. Like, I know I say a lot of shit sarcastically. I like Mike's face tattoo. And I kind of want something like that not even gonna lie i think it's just so fucking badass he has such a badass image and he's just such a pure soul like so gentle and he's so smart you can learn a fuckload from just listening to him talk and i was listening to him um who was he podcasting with he was podcasting with kevin hart the other day and i was listening kevin hart's a fucking deeply introspective individual and, you know, I'm a huge fan of Kevin. I think, you know, Burt Kreischer's probably my favorite comedian. My next two are literally Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart. I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan. And uh, speaking of, that, he done a show on Netflix called True Story with Wesley Snipes. I didn't even know that motherfucker was Wesley Snipes. Shit blew my mind. I'm about to be in the same Wesley Snipes situation if I don't file my taxes. I gotta get on my shit. Um, but Kevin Hart's deeply introspective. And just listening to them talk, dude, it just made me so... Like, it made me thoughtful after. And not thoughtful in the sense of, like, I was caring and compassionate towards everybody around me after. No, it made me thoughtful. Like, it made me introspective. Like, I had to really dig deep and think, like, who the fuck am I? Why do I want the things that I want out of life? And I really meditated on it on the way home uh, while I was drinking my fucking pumpkin spice iced coffee from Dunkin'. Um, but I really meditated on that. Like, who the fuck am I, and what do I want out of life? That is what I'm leaving you fucking guys with. Don't be Conor McGregor showing your half chub off on Instagram. Be more like Mike Tyson. Be kind souls. Don't be fucking cokeheads. You know Mike had a coke problem for a long time. <clears throat> Little known fact: Mike had a a coke problem. Well, it might, it might be a pretty known fact. Who knows? Don't go full McGregor. Okay. Go full Tyson. Be a good person. And thank you guys for getting me to that motherfucking number. 23 spot in Japan and 47 in America. That shit is fucking tight. I really appreciate you guys. Sorry that this podcast sounds manic. I promise I'm okay. I have another episode coming to you guys in like two or three days, and I will update you on how training goes over the weekend. I fucking love you guys. Thank you.